Good morning. This is Sean from the Children's Services Council of St. Lucie County. Because we record in the middle of the week and because of the uncertainty with the hurricane, we're unable to record a new show for this week, a new community connection show. However, we got a great rerun, if you will, or a greatest hits. Let's say a greatest hits episode featuring families of the Treasure Coast. And we hope to be back with you with an updated show next week. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Community Connections with Children's Services Council of St. Lucie County. I'm just one of your hosts, Sean Boyle. And with me is... Ashley Mock. And welcome to the half-hour radio program that airs every Sunday on 104.5 The Flame at 10 a.m., but also because of a wonderful partnership with WLX-TV, St. Lucie Public Schools Channel, we are also a TV show that you can find on your local cable provider as well as YouTube. Just look up wlx St. Lucie Schools, and you can find all their offerings and all their shows, including past episodes of this show. <laughs> if, if you dare. <laughs> you can see the progression of how we've gotten worse <laughs> instead of better. But welcome to the show that's all about connecting you, the listener, and the viewer to what resources and things that are available for children and families in St. Lucie County. Because the greater that we know, the better community we can be as we connect our friends and families to the resources that exist. Now, we at the Children's Services Council, Ashley and I and the entire team, We do not produce this show. We are not good at this show. But what we are good at is supporting our communities, community in five areas. And those five areas are, one, making sure every baby is a healthy baby. Two is stopping child abuse before it happens. Three is keeping kids off the streets. Four is keeping them in school. And five is keeping them off drugs, alcohol, and other risky behaviors by offering programs and resources for all families in our community. So this show is one way that you can learn all about those programs, but we have a couple different options for you to get more information as well. One of those is on our website, which is www.cscslc.org. We have a list of all of our funded program partners there, along with contact information. So if there's anything that you are looking for for your own family, a referral that you feel like you need to make to a friend or a coworker, all of the information is there. Um, we also have a presence on Facebook where we share a lot of information about upcoming events, programs, tips for parents, um, all kinds of things that we share there. I see you brought props today. I, I see you. I'm the Gallagher of <laughs> cable, local cable so, access channel. I so, brought props. Our website has the information of all of our programs, but we also have these printed family guides. And we have these available. If you have a location where you think families could benefit from them, we are happy to distribute them to you. Um, It has information, again, a brief description along with contact information for each one of our program partners. So thank you. Um, So you can actually get a PDF version of this on the website, or we can bring printed copies to you to distribute from your office. Look, if you, you know, the whole point of the show is to connect people, right? Maybe a little bit of entertainment, but mostly <laughs> the connection. So if you own a business or you work, obviously, somewhere that has traffic, foot traffic, or if, quite frankly, your congregation on Sunday, if they're starting to meet in person and, or do outreach to the community, we can provide these guides. Sorry, it's my other problem. We can provide these guides so that you can continue that effort to make sure that families are connected and know the resources. Because, you know, the whole point of the show is, you know, way back when, when we started it was we found out that people didn't know what resources are out there. So let's have an engaging, fun conversation and connect people to those resources. Because, you know, in times of need, you know, when you're like struggling, you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't have health insurance. Your first recall isn't like, let me go to the Children's <laughs> Services Council. You're going to connect to your friends right. and your family and ask them that resource. And you could be that superhero um, and, and help get that information out. Yeah, absolutely. And we also have some of those stories on our website as well. So we've got stories from families just like you just mentioned 
who have gone through the service, have benefited from those programs, and have shared their stories. So you can kind of get a, a relatable idea of what it is that those programs do. Right. And, and before, we're going to cover a couple other resources, but, you know, I... I just want to bring this up. We typically don't do this during the show, and you have no idea what I'm going to talk about. But uh, uh, one of our employees, one of our team members, celebrated 15 years at the Children's Services Council. And, you know, 15-year mark, that's a big deal. So I want to celebrate on TV and radio. We want to celebrate all the efforts and contributions of Tanya Andreacchio, our capacity-building coordinator. And I remember when she was hired. And, and, you know, her commitment to not only the agency but the community is just unbelievable. So big congratulations to Tanya. I, I'm glad that you brought that up. So a lot of the work that Tanya does is, is what I guess people would consider like behind the scenes. She does a lot of our data analysis, um, a lot of conversations with the programs about their performance, a lot of the information that goes into our next prep that you have, our annual impact report. Um, Tanya also puts together our program accountability report that we put out twice a year. Um, but a lot of that happens behind the scenes, but it, it, you know, what she does is so important to the work that we do, because this is how we monitor what's happening in the community. This is how we make sure that our programs are staying on track, that we're staying on track, that we know what's going on. Um, and so a lot of that work is so, so important to what our, our organization does. And, and Tanya really, uh, is kind of at the front of all of that. So, and it's, big thanks. we encourage everybody to download it because this is, our, you know, this is our report, but it's our, as in the whole community's impact uh, and, and the work that we've done this past year, particularly around COVID, which is yeah. unusual <laughs> and fascinating. But I, I just want to also give not only props to Tanya on her anniversary and with all this data that she consolidates into an easy, readable format, because trust me, we are swimming in data. This is, <laughs> these are dashboard type indicators. But I also want to give compliments to you because you designed this report and I just had a, a call with a, a statewide group, and they were very complimentary on our report because it, it very quickly and easily showed the impact that we have. Um, so big thanks Thank to you. you. We, I'm, I'm doing compliments we, out like it's candy today. <laughs> we, we call it our coloring book version, so yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Every year, Ashley, we're, like, we're designing the annual report, and what do I always say? It's got to be the coloring book version because nobody's going to read a bunch of text. They want to see pictures. That's right. And we're just short of supplying the cranes, otherwise it would be. Hey, next year. And our last thing before we get to our guests, and we're having fun on this show, because we have a great guest uh, waiting in the wings, is summer. It's 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 here. I guess I feel like it's here. Like this past week, we got like a glimpse of summer, right? Hurricanes. It got got hot again. I don't know about you, but this past weekend, it looked like a little mini tornado went through my yard. Um, we're getting kind of the effects of summer. We are. And so we talk a lot during the year about our after-school programs. All of our after-school programs transition to summer programs when kids are out of school. Um, but we also have some additions this year. We have some new programs, um, some expanded programs that are taking kids on these summer learning programs. Um, this flyer that Sean is holding up is actually also available on our website, um, along with information for each one of those programs. Um, and I, I will, I'm going to make a caveat here. So this flyer is beautiful and lovely. It has a lot of information on it. Um, but our website will contain the most up-to-date information. So this is like a point-in-time look at what was going on in these summer programs. Um, but our website will always have the most up-to-date information. Uh, registration for these programs happens directly through the programs. We are not responsible for that. Um, but if there is a program that you are interested in for your child, I would urge you to contact them sooner than later 
because I promise you they will fill up. Um, and I don't want anyone to be unhappy that they can't get in. So, so take a look at the list. Start making those phone calls. Um, take a tour if that's something that you're interested in doing. There's a lot of really great opportunities this year in, in lots of different areas, some specialty areas for kids, a lot of focus on teenagers, which is awesome, um, some music camps, some art camps, camps for kids with special needs. Just I think this year, more than ever, I think we've kind of covered a lot right. with the summer program. And, and I also want to point out, First of all, you designed this flyer, so it's amazing, right? It's very pretty. <laughs> uh, uh, the other thing I want to point out is because um, a lot of parents and grandparents that are watching our show uh, know that probably by now that the school district, the St. Louis Public Schools, is going to be offering camps throughout the summer, varying in length from, you know, it might be credit remediation. You know, a, a youth may only have to go for a couple of days or, a, you know, a few days to get all their credits. Or, you know, if you have younger kids, every single school is going to be running a camp in variation of length from a week to potentially up to six weeks. I say all that because um, we are working very closely with St. Louis Public Schools. I'm very proud of our partnership mm-hmm. together. Um, and they're, they are great partners to work with to make sure that our camps um, are working with the schools so that if your child, for example, is going to the Boys and Girls Club camp, uh, you know, they're going to work to make sure that if your child has to go to the St. Louis Public Schools uh, you know, they're working together so yep. that you don't lose your spot. Or uh, the St. Lucie Public Schools camps uh, end at 2 o'clock, so we are working out transportation to some of these camps as well. So I say all that to say that there's going to be lots of options mm-hmm. for parents this summer, and just know that we are working behind the scenes to make sure that it's as seamless as possible for the parents, particularly the working parents who need care, not just during the school day, but even, you know, that extended time until they get home from work. Yes. Absolutely. But again, all of that information is on our website. We're sharing it on Facebook um, all the time. So any questions that you have, you can reach out to us also in either of those places and ask. Um, we're happy to, to try to connect you to a program or talk to you about what the options are. And when you were talking, this is this were, is how short-term memory I have. I was counting how many sites. You don't remember. And I don't remember, <laughs> but I think it was either 23 or 24 sites spread throughout the whole county. You know, Man. the television camera turns on Squirrel. and you get a little nervous. So... <laughs> You understand. I do. I do. So, so you want to invite our, yes, welcome our guest? We have a great guest today. I'm really excited. I can't wait to talk to her. So I'm really excited to introduce our guest today. Uh, we have talked a little bit this month already about April being Child Abuse Awareness Prevention Month. Um, but we've got a great group of programs that work in that category. Um, one of them is Families of the Treasure Coast, great friends of ours. So Kim Erdlia is with us today uh, to talk about a little bit about what Families is doing now. Thank you so much, Ashley. Hello. Hi. So I think, I feel like we talk, I feel like you and I, Sean, on the radio show or the TV show, mention Families of the Treasure Coast every week. I'm still waiting for my royalty <laughs> check. I don't know if that's arriving, but yeah, we do bring them up a lot. I feel like we do. And especially through the pandemic, I think through the past year, you guys have worked really hard to make sure that families had every opportunity to get help when they needed it. So he talked a little bit about what you guys have been doing over the past year. I know it's a lot of things. We, we might not have enough time <laughs> to cover it all on this show, but let's talk a little bit about some of those things and what you guys have been up to. Sure. So during the pandemic, obviously our family's needs changed. So we had to be flexible enough to change with them. So one of the most important things we realized really quickly was our families were facing crisis. Um, those things that were really stressing them out were that the kids were home. They're not used to having kids home during the workday. The kids were having struggles in school. Um, The online school was difficult. 
The parents themselves weren't working or trying to provide childcare and working. Um, there was a lot of different stressors. So we had talked in the past about doing some parent support through maybe a warm line or parenting, you know, some type of intervention prevention type service. And so we were able to launch that early in the pandemic, and we do call it our parent warm line. The whole point to that is that parents can call us when they need it, um, that they can get a hold of us. And that doesn't have to be just a phone call. Maybe they use our Facebook messenger. Maybe they reach out to us through our website. But that somebody's available to them quickly to answer their concerns, to maybe help them find resources in the community, or maybe just say, it's okay, I understand, let's take a breath, take a step back, look at what's going on, see how we might be able to help you. And that has been fantastic for us and for the community as a whole because a lot of our parents are now just becoming more of a friend to us. Um, We've built relationships with a lot of them that we've seen them grow and change through the pandemic. And as their needs changed, our relationship with them became more supportive and we were able to connect them with more resources. Great success stories that have come out of that. And then many of our parents have actually come and joined a lot of our classes, too. So with our classes, <laughs> we actually commuted, uh, changed everything to Zoom. So we started that very soon um, because we were already working with families that were having struggles. So we really wanted to make sure that we were still available to them and still there. And the easiest way to do that was through the computer. So we set up Zoom very early on and started doing a lot of um, what we could small workshops and found that our parents during this time really needed more one-on-one. So where we used to do big workshops with maybe 10, 14 parents, we started taking that down to where we we were doing maybe three or four. And then we realized it was really best if we could just get the parents in with the kids Mm -hmm. and do sessions that way. So we started modeling our parent-teen community connection program, which is really about making sure that parents are the primary communication and health educator of their children, making sure that they are communicating effectively, making sure that the kids are all on the same page with the adults and that behaviors are um, appropriate (laughs) and that decisions are good. And so we started doing that one-on-one and we saw that the parents were benefiting, but also the teens. And we had the benefit of having an educator that could work with the parents and an educator that could work with the teens and then come back at the end of the session together because with Zoom, it really allowed us to do that. And that has been really incredible, the progress we've seen with that. That's, I find that so interesting because I feel like um, in in lots of different arenas, this kind of shift to virtual has given people a little bit more anonymity. I mean, like, you, yeah, I can see your face, but I have a little bit of a barrier between actually being right in front of you. And I wonder if that made people a little less vulnerable when they're starting to talk about, like, their issues and their concerns and what's going on in their household um, well, but I, and, I, and for some families, because we've heard this across uh, some of our some of our programs, have seen an increase in utilization yep. because of the pandemic. But we've also eliminated travel barriers, mm-hmm. yeah, which sometimes you know mm-hmm. is a barrier. But you're absolutely right about that. I can't pronounce the anonymity. <laughs> Look at that, I nailed it. Anonymity <laughs> ab- about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting, you know, when you you were talking about Zoom, like you know. A year ago, Zoom wasn't in everybody's vocabulary. Now we just assume everybody knows what Zoom is. And and the lessons learned during COVID. And it'll be interesting to see how it gets applied moving forward when we start to come out of, we're hopefully coming out of the pandemic. You know, these lessons learned, like the smaller groups are more effective. Mm -hmm. And the parent warm line. I want to, you gave us 
a lot of information. <laughs> yeah. I tend to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, you know, we still have minutes to fill it, Kim. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I've got so, more. No, so, well, let's, let's, I just want to back up to the parent warm line real quick okay. because I, I find that to be such a great resource because, you know, the whole premise of this show is to connect people, right? And so if you can't watch the show every week and connect, you need to, you need to have a resource that you can call and connect with. And that's that parent warm line. And just and when you were talking about my kids are older, we have this discussion all the time. Uh, my youngest is 21. But when you said struggles with like academics and helping with homework, that existed before the pandemic. It did. And it's just multiplied or exasperated. Look at that. Pronounce that word. Exasperated uh, even more so because of the pandemic. So back up to the warm line real okay, quick. Let's back up. Give, give all that contact information, the hours, you know, like. And when people call, like, are they having to give away any personal information? (laughs) No, no, not at all. So the parent warm line was set up to be a non-judgmental environment that they can call when they want. So 24-7. The phone is monitored 24-7. Really, it's true. (laughs) 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 Um, But we actually want to make sure that the parents are welcomed and invited and that Whatever those needs may be. So it could be as simple as, you know, they need help with homework, or it could be something as severe as we really need some mental health support or assistance. Maybe we need our light bill. Maybe we're facing eviction. I mean, any of those things that a family is really struggling with, if we can't personally help them, we want to make sure we put them in touch with the people who can. Right. And we don't just drop them off and say, okay, you go talk to so and so and you'll be fine. Um, The point is that. We're not, we're not managing their situation, but we're doing supporting them. So we'll check back in and say, you know, Mrs. So-and-so, how's it going? Did you get the help from that other organization? And if that didn't work, maybe we'll take her in another direction. The intent is that the people feel supported and that they know that there's things out there to help them move forward, to grow, and to learn. So for all of our viewers and listeners, and Ashley has mentioned, we've, we've given this number out a bunch of times, but for anyone that's just seen it for the first time or hearing it for the first time. So I'm going to say it again. (laughs) 302-3147. You learned the radio go slow. That's the only thing we've learned. (laughs) We give out numbers because we had had a listener get upset with us because we give the numbers too fast. Yeah. Well, if they can't call us. That's the other great thing about this. We take Facebook Messenger, so you can instant message us on Facebook. You can instant message us on Instagram. Um, it doesn't have to be just, you know, a phone call. Some people are, like you were alluding to before, some people are more comfortable with the anonymity. Maybe they just want to, you know, use a keyboard or they just want to text. That is available to them, too. And I, so I have a question about, you know, it's been, I feel like it's almost been a year. I, the warm line was little mid-pandemic maybe, um, but what what kind of calls are you getting? What kind of help are you are you able to provide to people? What kinds of questions are they asking? I'm going to tell you the call I took this morning. So easiest one to remember. <laughs> Just happened. Yes. Got it. Um, there is a mother. She is married. Um, they have seven children together, his, hers, and mine. The age ranges are 3 to 17. Her husband is an over-the-road trucker. And she has been in the pandemic this whole time with all seven children as basically a primary caregiver. In addition to that, she works full-time and isn't going to, to college. 
Yes. So you are creating an award for her because Mother of the Year right there. Right. Wow. That's a lot going but on. But she's struggling. She's yeah. struggling because yeah. self-care, which is one of the things we have all learned about during the pandemic that maybe we all need to do a little better job of, um, she is non-existent for her. I mean, she's taking her child with her to her day job um, where she works with children all day. And then she's coming home. She's caring for children, trying to do homework. She's exhausted. She's got teenagers and little ones. So, you know, the behaviors are all over. Um, So there's a lot to work with there. But the first thing we did was say, okay, we've got you. It's going to be okay. And here's what we're going to do. And you're going to talk with Donna, who's one of my educators, and she's going to work through some of your your behaviors that you're seeing with some of the kids. You're going to work with Tessa, and the teenagers are going to work with Tessa, and they're going to help with the communication, maybe help the the teenagers give you a little more responsibility. And then we're going to figure a way to get you out of the house. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So it's very simple. It's not like we're going to, you know, solve the world problems for her. Um, But the truth is she knows she's not alone. And even if it's a matter of us taking her to walk the mall or, you know, just taking her out, to the beach, anything like that. And teaching her self-care, teaching her some stress relief techniques. We can't resolve the situation she's in, but we can support her. Well, and I really liked what you said earlier about building these relationships with people because we, we talk about that all the time. You know, I think part of the reason that our organization has been so successful is because of the relationships that we have with our funded program partners because you guys are the ones who are out there, you know, talking to families and doing the work. And I think that is the thing that makes our community different is it's not about providing a service or checking a box or, you know, adding one more number. It's about that relationship building. And that is where you impact people is, is that, that ongoing back and forth support. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. And, and I just, you know, just, I'm, I'm picturing myself in that when you were talking in that woman's shoes and they, you know, that's big You're shoes tired. to fill. Yeah, I'm tired just I'm thinking tired about thinking getting, about but it. I'm thinking how nice it would be because imagine, you know, we, we have found in working and talking with, uh, you know, people in the community, particularly those that utilize their resources, it takes them a while to make that call. Like, it's not usually you give them the number and they're like right away calling. You know, you've got to build up almost, I won't say courage, but, you know, you got to, the first step yeah. is the hardest step, mm-hmm. right? That's why we always ask all of our guests to like talk through what happens when they call so that people understand how simple it is. So, um, you know, she's been carrying that around for a while. So for her to make that call, that's huge. Second of all, just to hear, you know, just to be able to like vent a little bit in a safe space, that alone causes relief, right? Mm -hmm. To a degree. So I am curious, did you ask this woman how she knew to call you? She Googled us. Oh. That's yes. the power of Google. The power of Google. <laughs> so I do ask every time. Um, and we have seen, I will be honest, we've seen a huge increase during the pandemic from some of our mental health providers here in the community. Um, and it's, it's been incredible. We've also been working with a lot of our other, your other funded programs that have been referring to us. But Google has been a, a, a huge increase. I think people just were like, Let's see what's out there. Help. Help. Poor St. Lucie. Poor Cheers. St. Lucie, yes. Where can I get some help? So so the bottom line, again, is 772. By the way, I'll give you a minute to get a pen (laughs) to write this down. It is 772-302-3147. 
And, you know, when they call, that's kind of like the entry point. You're going to connect them not only to your resources, but to whatever resource best fits them. Exactly. But it is a good entry point because you offer so much more than just the parent <laughs> warm line. We do. What a terrific segue. <laughs> so professional. Yes, thank you. So in addition to just the parent warm line, we have our education workshops and programs that we work with our families. I mentioned Parent Teen Community Connection earlier. Um, that really is about making sure our kids are prepared to make healthy decisions, making sure that the parents are prepared to be parents all through those tough teenage years. Yes. <laughs> um, making sure that communication stays strong. And then we also have our uh, People Empowering People program, which I'm really excited at the growth that has had this year. Um, we recently um, finished the second group, and we've got 22 new leaders in St. Lucie County who are ready to go. Um, People Empowering People is a child abuse um, prevention program that is really about making sure that the resources get into the community, that we have leaders and role models that are looking at their community, their small sphere of influence, their friends, their family, the people that live on their street, the people that live in their neighborhood, seeing what resources are needed there, seeing what's lacking in their community. Maybe it's a sidewalk. Maybe it's a stop sign. Maybe they want to do a men's health fair. Maybe they've seen some kind of health outbreak. Anything that they can recognize in their community that we can do as a group, as a group of community leaders, is, is the effort that they put forth after they graduate from this class. So a lot of people have graduated with the intent of really doing more um, type advocacy work in their community. So I'm really excited about the direction that's going in. You know, Ashley, you said something that I think is so important and vital to the success of your, your programs and all that you offer. Even when you go smaller, bigger groups, it's all about, like the side benefit is the relationships, right? So not only are they learning from you and your team and the professionals and getting the knowledge, but they're also building relationships with the other participants and then I've heard you because you've described it to me. They may go through the set program, but then they are also meeting after the program's over and supporting each other, which, you know, just to know that you're not going at it alone and to know just to hear somebody like, oh, yeah, that happened to me. You're like, oh, good. Then I'm not going crazy. Right. I, thought I, was losing it. I, I received a call. Um, actually, it was a Facebook message. I shouldn't have said it was a call. I received a call uh, last week from a former, uh, I guess, a client, but really has become a friend. She has a teenager who, when she started with us, he was 13, so he's now probably four, uh, 16, 17. I haven't seen her since the pandemic. Um, she was like, I just really want to touch base with you guys, catch up, let you know what's going on with us. She was like, can we have coffee? Can we meet? And I thought that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, yes, let's do that. So the intent is that, you know, maybe they're in a great place with their family, but they still want to tell us what's going on and celebrate. That's wonderful, too. We want to celebrate with them. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Really speaks to the relationships that you're building, too. And and for those people to be able to be out in the community and talking about it. Because we know that, I mean, I take way more recommendations from my friends than I do from anywhere else. So that's really important and really speaks to how well you guys are doing what you do. So we've got about a couple minutes left in the show. And we've given out the warm line number, which I will give out again, (laughs) at 772-302-3147. But... You know, that's just one aspect. So if we want to find out if we're like they're watching the show and they're like, I need some help, right? <laughs> like I need parent, grandparent, need some parenting help. Where can they go to find all the array of services that you provide? The website is definitely the best. So you want to go to familiesofthetreasurecoast.org. All of our classes are represented there. You can register right there. 
You can get all the information if you want to know more about them. You can go through them yourselves and look and say, okay, well, I have a three-year-old who, you know, is having temper tantrums and, you know, I just don't know what to do about the behaviors that they're exhibiting. You could say, oh, you know what, maybe parenting community connection is not the right class, but redirecting children's behavior is. So I'm going to take that class. So we have something that runs the whole lifespan of your child. So if you want to start with us when your children are toddlers or, you know, when when you're pregnant, even <laughs> they're never too early. And you can and you can work with us all the way through the span of your of your child's life. That's so the awesome. intent is and, and you mentioned grandparents. And I wanted to say that we recently have been doing a lot of grandparent support groups. Also, um, we have a lot of grandparents who are raising children, and they are struggling with generational issues, um, struggling with understanding, you know, what children are doing and engaged in now. So we have some great groups that are going on with that, too. So, yes, the website, please, to see all the great things that we're doing. And everything that we offer is free because it is funded through the generous um, Children's Services Council of St. Lucie County. Well, we're, we're at the end of the time. We're just going to remind everybody, 302 302- Three one four seven, or go to their website, Families of the Treasure Coast. Kim, thank you for coming on, and and so big thanks to your entire team again through the pandemic. Amazing how you've been able to help so many parents and grandparents. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. A reminder that it's a weekly radio program on one hundred four five The Flame every Sunday at ten a.m. Uh, once a month on WLX TV and on our Facebook page. We rebroadcast it as well on Facebook at eleven a.m. Multiple ways to check out the show. And thank you for listening and watching. And remember that it's our children, our community, our future. Now more than ever, folks, we're all in this together. We'll see you next time.